Welcome to the In a Word podcast. This is episode 11, Listen. In a Word is a newsletter that cultivates thoughtfulness one word at a time. Each issue is themed around one word, and you're listening to its companion podcast. I'm JC Verdicchio, the writer and curator of that newsletter. In this episode, we're exploring the word listen. This piece is called Listening is a Love Language. Once I learned to talk, I didn't stop. My parents described my childhood speech pace as frantic, a steam engine with no brakes. I would scarcely pause for breath and take gulping mouthfuls of air only when necessary. I can imagine that this was adorable and exhausting. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's a habit I still have to resist, My husband calls it monologuing. I don't know why, but I feel compelled to paint a complete picture before I open the floor to input. It's frustrating for him. It feels more like a presentation than a conversation. I totally get that. In the Alexis Rose sense, meaning maybe I don't get it at all. But I can hear myself doing it. I can see Mike's eyes widening in the long-suffering way that means got it. But there's a completionist voice in my head saying, I need to give the counterpoint to the point I just made so that he knows I've thought of it already. He doesn't know what I haven't said yet, so how can he know that if he's heard enough? I understand it's insufferable, maybe even selfish, and I'm working on it. And yet, when I think about the people who impacted me most, who imbued me with a sense of confidence and propelled me forward, they are people who listened. Fred Rogers says this, From the time you were very little, you've had people who have smiled you into smiling, people who have talked you into talking, sung you into singing, loved you into loving. Young children are partly talked into talking, by hearing speech directed at them long before they understand it. But we also talk one another into talking by listening. You have an audience with me. We say with our eyes, with our follow-up questions, with our absent phones. Many people have talked me into talking by listening. My parents, childhood friends, college friends, current friends, Teachers whose eyes glimmered and held mine after a comment I made in class. Mentors who met me for coffee. Men who turned to me in meetings where I'd been silent to ask, What do you think? The default setting for girls is to feel that their voices aren't worth being heard. Women are so often told, implicitly and explicitly, to sit down, to keep quiet, to go home. We are told our voices are too shrill, too high, too up-speaky, 
too fried. Women who speak with authority are bitchy. Women who speak with timidity are mousy. You can't be too brash, too bland, too boring, or too blunt. Though I've always been a talker, I'm not immune to these messages. I don't know a woman who is. If we choose to speak up, it's because we've been talked into talking often enough to calculate the risks of being misunderstood, patronized, belittled, dismissed as worth it. My daughter, Betsy, has been in speech therapy for just over a year. Like any positive toddler behavior, it's critical to reinforce her words with praise. I learned from the speech therapist who says, I heard you! You said blue! I heard you! It's this like very over-the-top affirmation. The word that you used got through to me, and I heard it. Betsy is visibly proud. She often responds by clapping for herself, and it melts me every time. Older kids and adults, especially girls and women, know how to play it cool. Older kids and adults, especially girls and women, know how to play it cool. If we haven't gotten a lot of positive reinforcement for sharing our ideas, we're less likely to speak up and risk rejection. But when we do feel heard, don't we light up just the same? I am grateful for the people who talked me into talking by listening. They didn't listen because I deserved an audience. They listened to connect. They listened because they loved me. I hope to do the same for my daughter, for her friends, for my friends, for my husband, for my parents. I hope to become fluent in the love language of listening. Meet me back in your inbox to explore the rest of the collection Part of what inspired me to choose this word is because I listen to a lot of things. I listen to a ton of podcasts, and lately I've listened to a lot of audiobooks, which is kind of new for me. But I really recommend them, strangely enough. So I'm here. I'm sharing a handful of both podcasts and audiobooks in this issue. There's also a great children's book, a parenting book, and of course there's a handful of thought-provoking, interesting articles that I also wanted to share. And I would love to know what the word listen calls to mind for you, how someone may have talked you into talking by listening. Simply hit reply to the email in your inbox, or you can find me on Instagram. I am at jcverdicchio, and send me a message there. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed this issue, please do share it. You can forward the email to a friend. Uh, you can share it on social media. I always recommend just taking a screenshot of the par a part of the newsletter you really liked and share that in an Instagram story. Any way that you choose to share it, I really appreciate. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find in a word and join us in cultivating thoughtfulness one word at a time. As always, we will close with a benediction.
May we hear the whisper of grace above the cacophony of voices competing for our hearts. Fear speaks with louder voice, but love has the final say. Thanks, especially this week, for listening.